0: To the run with sam podcast uh, my name is sam melden and uh, if you've been listening for a few weeks you already knew that and if you are new to this podcast then uh, i'm happy to introduce myself i'm running for toledo city council district 5 and uh, i'm putting together this podcast almost every single week now uh through the campaign to for, well, for a number of reasons. One, I'm, I'm trying to use this podcast to connect with constituents in a new and, and common way. Um, and, and also trying to just create a place where I can share, you know, up-to-date uh, news and things that are happening in District 5 um, that are por- important to the neighbors and citizens of the district um, in a way that, that might be a little more accessible. My hope is that you're able to find this podcast on your phone or or on your computer or wherever, however, you listen to podcasts and not have to worry too much about going and seeking out information. Um, You know, hopefully when I'm elected, I'll be able to kind of curate and collect key important information to the constituents of District 5 and then share that uh, with everyone through this medium uh, and not only through a podcast, but social media and the website and an email and a newsletter and all of those things as well. Um, but that's what this podcast is all about. So if you're listening, thank you. Thanks for taking the time. And, you know, to all the people who have been listening and commenting, I'm, I'm getting more and more people in public um, just passing them on the street or, or seeing them at, at a coffee shop or out to lunch. And they're, they're actually letting me know that they're listening. And um, they're, they're appreciative of how this podcast is being used. Um, so that, re- that really means a lot to me to know that it's connecting. So thanks for listening. Here is another episode. We are into June and uh, I, I can barely believe it, but we're into the heat of the summer. You know, uh, people involved in Lucas County or Toledo uh, local politics always refer to the first weekend in June as the kickoff of campaign season. And uh, that was that was kind of a little bit different for us this year. You know, there was the Old West End Festival and the Point Place Festival and, and all kinds of things happening uh, this weekend all throughout the city. And for my counterparts or friends who are running citywide or even countywide uh, this year, um, you know, that was a good place for them to be. But I was at none of those places. Instead, I was busy doing the same thing I've been doing every single weekend for about the last six weeks, which is canvassing and talking to voters in District 5. Um, that is my goal. That is my plan, and I'm going to stick to it. Um, you know, there's a sense of uh, a, a need, I should say, uh, for, for focus um, this year for this campaign. You know, this campaign is all about responsiveness and engagement, and we're trying to talk to every single constituent in the district, every single voter, everyone who has exhibited the behavior of being engaged in their district. That's what we're trying to do. And so this past weekend, uh, I was out canvassing and talked to a lot of people in like the in the, Nouveau, uh, the DeVoe neighborhood, um, really south of Sylvania on Saturday and then north of Sylvania on Sunday. And uh, it, was a, it was a really good time. A lot of good responses, a lot of good conversations, good ideas, um, you know, and, and some real significant issues and problems that we need to address and solve. And so I'm looking forward to sharing my ideas for how to get those things done in the coming weeks. So let's get to the District 5 news. One of the things that we try to do every single week on the podcast is have different segments. And this week's District 5 News is very similar to last week's, actually, uh, because I was at the Encompass Health um, community meeting that was held at Grace Lutheran Church this um, this past week. And so mannequin smith is a group that's been facilitating those conversations and so i attended that that meeting i shared that with you on the last podcast and shared it on our social media channels as well that i would be there and you know a few of you left some questions and i try to make sure those questions were addressed um so i want to get into Um, first the news of that evening, Uh, it was a good meeting. A lot of people were in attendance and, and I actually took some pictures of the renderings and posted those to Facebook. We'll try to link to those in the show notes. Um, but there were some, some good, some good images of the plans that they have, what the, what the building will look like eventually if it's, if it's allowed and if it's passed by city council and if the project goes forward. Um, but yeah, that's all on my Facebook page. So make sure to check that out and, um, that gets us also to the guest for this week. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty, it's, a, it's actually two clips. So one is I have a little bit of audio from the evening where I just recorded the the intro session of of what the facilitators had to share and what they wanted to talk about. And then you're going to hear from my friend Paul Hollenbeck, um, which is, you, you know, Paul is just a good, he's he's a good friend. He's a good wise um, member of this community, has been for a really long time, and um, he knows his stuff. So I refer to him even in the two minutes that we get to hear from him as a mentor and an advisor to me, and that is is true, and that's not something I take for granted. And so I'm so thankful that Paul was willing to be on the podcast. So let's listen into that. First up, um, the clip from the forum, and then you'll hear from Paul.
1: like uh, so that we can continue to go forward in uh, the, the plan approval process. Um, right now, um, I guess I'll we'll talk a little bit about the project first of all. Um, basically, the, the you, know, soft, you all received copies of the letter, I'm assuming. Everybody got the letter? Uh, okay. But the Council is is proposing a development uh, you know, 8.3 acres of, of uh, the overall property at New Orleans SeaPort uh, for initially a 40-bed uh, rehabilitation hospital. And I'll let I'll let Serena talk to you about the operation and, and the patients and, and uh, the healthcare and all that. I'm, I'm the engineer. I don't know all about the physical things and the, the, the actual operations and times of uh, shifts and those kinds of things, um, they they hope to expand to eight beds um, in about five years. Um, the, the the site is being proposed. Uh, I'm sure you were all around for the Kroger site. So uh, and and this is completely different use from Kroger. Kroger was the more intense use. Um, um, and since Kroger uh, has pulled out of the property, the, the property is now reverted back to RS-9 zoning, which is residential zoning. So going forward today uh, uh, with the project, um, the assistance and the recommendation to the Planning Commission, it asked us to rezone the entire property, the account site, 8.3 acres, and then the, the other, the remaining 10 acres, all to a commercial zoning, CO zoning, uh, which fits in the City of Toledo, Master Planning, less intense use. Um however uh there, there one the one quick idea with encompassing the rehabilitation hospital, they have to have a special use for them. So, uh... so we're
0: here with Paul Hollandbeck. Oh my god yes. I mean like the the, the OG <laughs> planner developer kind of I mean honestly Paul listen I draw so much insight and wisdom from you And that means a lot to me personally. And there's a lot of other people in the community that feel the same way. So we're here listening to Encompass Health's pitch through Mannequin Smith. I want, all I want the listeners of this podcast to hear is, what do you think? In all of your years of experience, what are some of the concerns that you think the constituents of District 5 should take under consideration? What are the concerns you have? Go ahead.
2: Well, I, I just think that this is an opportunity. This, is such, this site has such legacy yeah. such a wonderful history. Here's an opportunity to... We. It's seldom do you get a second chance to redevelop something. Yeah. And here we got a second chance. You know, Kroger's went away right. and for many good reasons. And now we have a t- chance to do it better. And so things like stormwater management especially in, in this part of our city are yeah. huge. And yeah. so here's an example to live the legacy of the sisters and let's do some stormwater management that is really cutting edge, not just a ditch where we're gonna store water and then eventually let it seep out into the into the stormwater system. So that's one, and then the other, which I tried to mention is, is a little trickier, but it's this whole idea of trying to honor their legacy of community and compassion and multi-generational. Yep. And when you put these huge walls subdividing your site, for what appears to be very little rationale to do that. Mm. I mean here you've got people that are in rehab and if they could watch young ladies playing soccer, if they could watch little kids playing on the playground, I have to believe they'd get they'd get better quicker. Right. That's
0: my feeling. It's good Easy. stuff. Thank you. Love you. All right. All right. So that was a little bit from this past Thursday evening, the community forum hosted by Mannequin Smith about the project uh, from Encompass Health that will go before City Council, you know, at the Monroe and Secor Development, the the property uh, formerly owned by the Sisters of Notre Dame. And so you know that property's been in the news quite a bit, and so we'll see how that unfolds with the current city council. You know, I know that I've heard a lot of uh, feedback from the constituents that um, you know that their proposal is, isn't perfect by any means, but it's a much better use than than what the Kroger at that location would have been. And so um, you know, a lot of people are are happy that the traffic won't be as bad, um, that it's not another huge uh, retail superstore type thing being built. And so, you know, some people have have questions about encompass, or they have questions about a a for-profit post-acute, you know, healthcare facility, uh, as you heard Paul mention. There's some potential uh, adjustments or tweaks that could be made to this this notion of a wall between the Encompass health facility and the Notre Dame Academy uh, facility. So you know still look there's 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 nothing done here, still a lot to be worked out, but um, so far, so good, good start to the conversation and um, this is this is what I want to do with the podcast, and this is what I want to do. With um, my role in this community in general, I want to make sure that everyone has the right information and that we all have a voice in these meetings. Um, so, if you're unable to attend, you know, make sure to get me your questions, comments, concerns, and I'll make sure to voice those. And then you can trust that after the the meeting is done, I'll report back. Um, I think that it's it's in 2019, and eventually when I'm elected, 2020. Um, you know, uh, communication channels are not hard to come by. And so I think the least I can do is, is create a few different communication channels, depending on your preference, and then fill those channels with the information to keep people informed. Um, so that's my goal. And that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do here. One more quick note about that meeting. A few people have mentioned to me that that they were a little disappointed they didn't hear about the meeting. They said, why didn't I know this was happening? I would have loved to be there. Some people didn't even know the project was happening. You know, that's always going to be an issue, and I don't know how to solve that. If I'm honest with you, I don't know how to solve that. I mean, I can't guarantee that everyone is going to share everything with everyone else. I mean, that's that's a tricky situation. But what I can say is that when I find something... And I did. I found out about this meeting about ten days ahead of time. Um, when I find out about it, I'll share it. And so, if you want to follow along on my Facebook page or sign up for my email, um, my email, uh, you know, list, then then I will do my best to keep everyone informed of what's going on in District Five. And you know, look, I'm not even I'm not even the District Five council person yet. I hope to be. Uh, and if I am, then this is how you know that I'm going to behave because you're listening to it now in early June while I'm simply campaigning. Uh, I think it's really important that that I run in the way that I will soon represent the district. And so um, so that's what I'm trying to do. And in the meantime, there's a lot of important stuff that we have to solve and, and take care of and make sure that we're having our District 5 voice heard In those matters so make sure to do all those things Facebook sign up for the email address or the email list and all of that all right another um, kind of little piece of the podcast that we've been doing recently is what's next and uh, you know like I said earlier at the beginning of the podcast this episode anyway um, you know the first weekend in June is always the kind of official kickoff to campaign season and uh, that is no different with us in this regard. We have a lot of stuff that's just kind of coming out and being announced. Uh, this week I'll be holding a press conference to announce my platform for my campaign for District 5. We have a series of 5K runs through the district called District 5Ks, where you can meet up with me early on a Saturday morning and run around a District 5 neighborhood. It's I've always found it to be a fun way to get to know different neighborhoods that you may not know already, so I encourage you to join me at some of those. And then another thing we're just announcing is we are rolling out a series of playground town halls, and um, I got to admit, I cannot be more excited about that. Uh, This is going to be just a few different meetups with with young families or young parents um, at different parks all throughout the district where you are going to be able to uh, show up and meet other young families. And while our kids play on the playground, we're going to try to talk about the issues that matter most to us about our district. What are the things that that are affecting our lives? What are the kitchen table issues that we need to be focused on at at City Hall and, and in our local government? So, uh, you know, whether it is paying attention to the platform through the different uh, press conferences we're going to be having over the next several weeks, or Um, running with us, you know, both literally and figuratively, you know, joining us on one of these uh, District 5Ks or coming out to a playground town hall. Um, Our hope is that there are a lot of different ways for you to engage in this campaign, hear about what our priorities are, and make your voice heard as well. Um, You know, the truth of the matter is, what I think about District 5 is, is somewhat important. What you think about District Five is much more important, and what we all come up with together is the only thing that really matters. And so, um, you know, I'm not much of a candidate if I'm not listening. And uh, and quite frankly, you know, the District Five constituents aren't much of a District Five citizen if you're not speaking up. And so, I want you to speak up, and I want you to know that I'm listening. And that's what this campaign is all about. So that's what's next. A lot of stuff to stay in touch with. We got an events page up on the website. There's social media everywhere. And of course, you can always listen to the podcast to hear more. Um, and, And for those of you that are listening, again, thank you so much. I don't take it for granted. If you need anything, give me a call. I will get back to you. And I hope you have a wonderful week.